May we affirm our faith with joy and willing spirit as we hear today's scripture. Our reading is from Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 through 16. Since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but we have one who in every respect has been tested as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. This is God's word to God's people. Thanks be to God. Good morning. Good morning. So following Lindsay and I's sermon, we'll listen to Paige sing the song, Come As You Are. And within the song, there's a lyric that stood out to me that read, Come brokenhearted, let rescue begin. There's more to the lyric than a rhyming tool for a well-renowned song. Many listeners may overlook the motif of the phrase. That being said, it possesses a substantial meaning. We must first identify the brokenhearted, those in grief and those in sorrow. The brokenhearted are portrayed in the song very clearly. The brokenhearted are yet to find the kingdom of God, lost and silently hankering for help. Matthew 11:28 through 30 quotes, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Throughout the Bible, we see many instances where Jesus executes God's work and countless scenarios of healing those around him. In the Bible, more specifically, Jesus heals the sick. But how can we, as God's children, heal the brokenhearted? This leads us to the second part of the lyric, let rescue begin. So what does rescue truly mean in God's eyes? Psalm 71, 2 quotes, In your righteousness, deliver me and rescue me. Incline your ear to me and save me. Too often, we see the mass of people look to non-essentials during stages of anguish. For instance, one individual's cure to a broken heart may be drugs, stimulants, while others could be excessive gluttony or even a deep stage of depression and anger. However, God's desire from us as Christians in hard times is simply to fall back to him in times of despair. Through God's word and scripture will come healing from the Lord and is God's abiding cure to a broken heart. The Lord is opening his arms to the masses, inviting all in pain and all in agony to rejoice his pleasant word. This is God's rescue mission and it is our job to fulfill his wish and invite the brokenhearted to his kingdom ourselves. It seems that we as a ministry have the perfect opportunity currently to do this. Countless individuals and families were impaired by the raging wildfire that struck our community and mourning the deaths of the horrible incident at the borderline bar. I encourage you all to find someone that you know and you are close to, or maybe not, and rescue them through the gospel and show them the light of God's word. Thank you. morning. Um, So I want to start by asking a question. What is sorrow? To me, sorrow seems to be a deep sadness embedded in the soul. It's something that is in the heart of the beholder. Sorrow is a wound of the soul and a piece of yourself that can be broken off. Sorrow is what we're left with after loss or misfortune strikes. Sorrow can mean a handful of things, but one thing is certain. It is not permanent. It won't be there forever. In times of sorrow, God works his healing through people that listen to his teachings. In order to wrestle with things that arise, we must come to God as we are, unfiltered. 
We must come together as a community and a family to mend our hearts and stitch them back together. What can we do? We can turn to God and ask him to teach us how to remain optimistic and hopeful. We can act, of ways, act in ways of positivity and empathy and build relationships with others. We can have a conversation with God and we can pray. God's love and strength is built through a relationship and that relationship is most important during a sorrow-stricken moment. Treating your neighbors with love will heal wounds and comfort the soul. It takes two to heal, and God builds a path towards light and this healing. I once heard a quote, love more people and love people more. This really stuck with me as it shows how love can restore heartbreak, grief, and sorrow. Showing simple acts of kindness can change a day full of sorrow into a day full of love. This feeling of sadness is not endless. Whether this sorrow comes from an aching heart or loss, we, together, must open up to God and be honest and true. For those of you who are experiencing the sorrows of this world, come to God as you are and allow the healing that heaven provides to wash over your soul. Allow God to see your barren soul, broken and all, as he will bring reassurance and strength to the world. Be a helping hand to others, a shoulder to lean on, and work through God to show love to others struggling. Find the strength in the promise of heaven, as this is a place of comfort and holiness, and emulate this in your life and through your work. This is shown through Isaiah chapter 61. A few lines include, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, and he has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed and to release the prisoners. He has sent me to give them a garland instead of ashes, and an oil of gladness instead of mourning. The Lord will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all of the nations. This was an announcement made to the good people of Israel from the prophet Isaiah, addressing how God's desire is to replace the people's mourning with happiness and righteousness. These good people had been displaced and suffered much loss, and this shows how heaven truly can heal. Earth has no sorrow that heaven can't heal. Heaven's promise is that sorrow will soon enough fade as God's will is done. Sorrow is not eternal, and it surely will fade. It cannot be buried away, but coped with through God's love. Aim to bring each other up and trust God's plan. A time will come when what we are experiencing now will be renewed, and joyful moments will come about once again. God can grow flowers after a brutal storm. He can work miracles. There is a promising hope of relief even during the most sorrowful times. Trust that God will mend your wounds. Heaven fixes wounds, and you can too. When the world seems unkind and cruel, you have to remember that God's love for you is greater than this weight. Thank you.
hope for the hopeless and all those who have strayed come sit at the table come taste his grace there's rest for the weary rest that endures earth has no sorrow that heaven can cure so lay down your burdens lay down your shame There's rest for the weary, rest that endures. We've all been through hard times, especially with the events that have been going on in our community, namely the recent fires and the horrific shooting, which took many lives some close to us. The events in our lives can be terrifying and disheartening at times. <clears throat> we can even feel helpless and weary sometimes. We can't live gratifying, fruitful lives if we are forever stuck feeling these ways. While we can't control all the bad things that happen in our lives, we can at least take comfort in God and his word. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30, say, Come to me, all you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, 
and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. We can lay our worries on Christ. We can also feel anxious or unsure sometimes as to what we are supposed to do. We can find guidance through God's word as to what we might do when we are lost. In this way, we might find some rest now from some of our anxieties. Rest is important because it allows us to step back from our worries and pains in order to reflect on the events in our life and figure out how to carry on. Through prayer, we can find this kind of rest continually in our lives. In prayer, we can air our worries to God. In addition, coming to church on Sundays on the Sabbath provides this rest, just as God rested on the seventh day. Worship can provide at least a taste for enduring rest in our lives. Jesus also provides hope for future rest in his kingdom. We can take comfort knowing <clears throat> that those we have loved and lost and missed dearly live on through Jesus and rest from their suffering and pains. Recently, I lost my grandmother to cancer, and it hurts. I really miss her. However, I find some comfort in praying for her in heaven, suffering no more. We can also find help, find rest by getting help from our friends, family, and congregation. It is far more difficult to go through hard times alone. The love of those around us and the love of God can hold us up in these hard times. I'll add this last point this way. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 12 through 13, Paul tells us that we only know now in part the wholeness of our lives, but we'll later draw closer to God, and he shares the power of love. For now we see in a mirror, dimly, but then we will see face to face. Now I know only in part, but then I will know fully, even as I have fully known. And now faith, hope, and love abide, these three, and the greatest of these is love. Thank you. So as you just heard, the song, Come As You Are, continues with the lyrics, All who are broken, lift up your face, a wanderer, come home. This message is especially relevant today. When we feel lost or broken, as we have over the last two weeks, our heads are bowed down under these burdens. We are confused and in the dark, and our grief and sense of loss is enormous. But when you keep your face to the ground, you miss the important things that are happening around you. When my family lived overseas in Australia and London, sometimes, as the song says, I felt like a wanderer, an outsider, far from home, family and friends, and frankly, unsure of where I belonged. I initially knew very few people and felt disconnected and detached from the people and the places around me. Partially due to my isolation and partially due to London frequently being overcast, I got used to walking quickly uh, with my head down, hoping to shield myself from the rain and to reach my destination as quickly as possible. It became a habit, even a mindset. But this technique didn't always work. When I looked down, I missed the store awnings that I could have walked under to stay dry. I didn't see the bus that I could have taken to take me home. I neglected to see the urging of my new classmates who looked for me and were holding open the doors of the train for me so that I could, uh, so that I could hop on and that we could ride to school together. Looking down became such a habit that I didn't notice the rarest thing of all, the warm glow of an English sunshine when the skies cleared and the sun came out over the beautiful gardens and parks of Ascot where we made our home. When we are sad and broken, we must not give in to looking downwards and feeling hopeless. Now, it's rational to think we can always keep our heads up, always smile, never falter, or take a misstep. It's natural to do this, and I have certainly done this in the face of both actual and metaphorical storms. 
But it's cru crucial that we stop and reassess what we're doing in order to change the situation or the mindset that we're in. We must reach out to God. Job chapter 22, verses 21 through 27 says, Submit to God and be at peace with him. In this way, prosperity will come to you. Accept instruction from his mouth and lay up his words in your heart. Surely then you will find delight in the Almighty and will lift up your face to God. God is what we need, especially right now. In London, I had to lift up my head to appreciate all the good things that were around me. And over the last two weeks, even as I shook with anger and grief at the memorials and funerals, I had to lift my face to God in prayer, asking for his help and support. Only the loving arms of Christ can fix what is broken in us and free us from guilt, hurt, shame, and defeat. No matter how far you've wandered, no matter how desolate you feel, submit to God. Call out to him. Lift up your face to him, and he will shine a light on you, a light of hope, faith, grace, mercy, peace, and love. Only our living God can heal our grief, warm our hearts, and bring our wandering souls home. What a great worship this is today. Lord, listen to your children praying. 